1: today we're going to be in Daniel 7. Welcome back to the CC Podcast. You may have noticed that we skipped a day. We've been doing the CC Podcast every day, seven days a week for over a year now. We decided we're going to start taking Sundays off, partially to give ourselves a break, but also to give the people who are following this Bible overview with us a break. People tend to get behind or forget to listen to one of the podcasts and rather than pile up... Uh, and pile up on top of already being behind. We'll give one day out of the week for people to catch up if that's what they need to do. Also, before we dive into Daniel 7 again, I want to tell you about a interview that we just released on the CC Podcast Conversations. That's a sister podcast to this one. You can find it the same place that you found this one. All of our stuff is archived on our website, and there are instructions about how to find it on the app or on Spotify or Apple or or Google Podcast, But the interview that I just released about a week ago is with former or retired funeral director, Sylvester Van Hove. And he talks about how he viewed his role as a funeral director, as a calling from God to serve people in the name of Christ who were in a difficult time. And I think you'll be encouraged and inspired by that interview. We're going to be doing more and more interviews. I just recorded another one last week, and we'll be publishing that in the next couple of weeks. So that's a podcast that's been largely dormant because of COVID for the last several months, and we're getting back into the swing of things with those interviews. So stay tuned to the CC Podcast Conversations, as well as this one, the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotions. Let's dive into Daniel 7. You remember that this is a vision that Daniel is having. This is apocalyptic literature in the scripture. You interpret this a little bit differently than you do narrative or history or law or different genres in the Bible. And, uh, There's a lot of question marks about what some of this stuff actually means, but we're going to talk about the things that we're pretty sure we know exactly what it means, and that's good enough. Verse 9 of chapter 7. "'As I looked, thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool.' His throne was fiery flames, its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand thousands served him, and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The court sat in judgment, and the books were open. So this is a glimpse into heaven's throne room. The Ancient of Days is Almighty God. He's being served by a thousand thousand angels. It's a million angels, and there are a hundred million standing before him. These are probably estimates or hyperbole or just trying to signify that it's a very, very big number of angels and an even bigger number of people standing before him. Might be exactly a hundred million, and a million might be just a really, really huge, huge number. Verse 11, I looked then because the sound of the great words that the horn was speaking... And as I looked, this horn, by the way, is from the fourth beast that he talked about in the previous text. And as I looked, the beast was killed and its body destroyed and given over to be burned with fire. As for the rest of the beasts, their dominion was taken away, but their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. So you remember there were four beasts and one of them is killed here. The other three beasts are allowed to live for a season and a time. Verse 13, the son of man is given Dominion. I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven there came a man, one like the Son of Man. And he came to the Ancient of Days, and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion, and glory, and a kingdom, that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away. And his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. Of course, this is the Messiah. This is Jesus Christ. This is the fulfillment of the Davidic covenant. You remember God made a covenant with David that I'm going to put one of your descendants on a throne forever, and he'll rule over a kingdom that will last forever and ever. And so Jesus Christ is born as a descendant in earthly sense of David and here he is being given that dominion. It's very interesting how this ties to things we've already read. Friends, one of the things I love about this Bible overview, one of the th- one of the reasons I'm so passionate about helping people understand what the Bible says, especially the Old Testament which is largely disregarded today. A lot of people who are Christian don't spend much time in the Old Testament. It's hard to understand, they think. It doesn't really apply anymore because the New Testament is where the gospel comes in, they think. But there is this thread of God's redemptive plan that goes all the way from Genesis 1, which we started on this podcast way back on May first, 2020. And it goes all the way through to the end. We're going to see a little bit of that today. So the Davidic covenant is fulfilled in in, in this vision, and Jesus himself... In Mark 14, when he is before the council, after being arrested, before being crucified, is questioned on this exact thing, 1461, this is what it says, but he remained silent and made no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, are you the Christ, the son of the blessed? Jesus said, I am, which by the way, when he said I am, that is blasphemy because that's the name that God gave himself when he talked to Moses uh, way back in Exodus, I am. So Jesus said, I am, meaning not just I am the Christ, the Son of the Blessed, answering that question in the affirmative, but also saying the name of God and applying it to himself, which would just freak those guys out. I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. It's kind of like the vision that we just read about. The Son of Man is going to have power seated at the right hand of the Father. Remarkable that that's the same description of what we read from so many hundred years before. And finally, in Revelation 19, verses 11 through 16, it says, Then I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. The one on it is called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are like flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems, and he has a name written that no one knows but himself. He is clothed in robe in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the Word of God. And the armies of heaven arrayed in fine linen, white and pure, were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress in the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he has the name written King of Kings and Lord of of lords, So here we see another glimpse of this same idea that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, will be given all dominion and all power. He will come back as a conquering king. The first time he came to save, the next time he comes back, he's going to come back to judge. And we better be ready, and we can be ready, only one way, through faith in Christ, where we can receive his righteousness, receive forgiveness, have the penalty that we owe for our sin, death mark paid, and stand holy and blameless and confidently before God, amidst this tremendous judgment that is to come. Have a good day.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship.